a very interesting question to ask ourselves is um, concerning uh, the the ultimate uh, kind of success and whether or not what is the the home the expected home of the success meaning if we're gonna save ourselves some time and bypass the first grade conceptions of reality and we're gonna take the extent seriously and we're gonna suppose that um, that the contingent stands in some sort of relation to the necessary and it, it, it bears upon and is in light of some sort of necessary tendency and um, attribute, if we want to call it like that, of what must be. What doesn't have to be stands in relation to what does have to be, we would say. So consequently, um, what the, the, the contingent, it stands to reason can be, can move ever upward toward the necessary, to, to, to use terms like that. So the question is, is, is all of this to be expected on, on what we call earth at home, or is, is it a, a personal, transcendental, to so say, destiny of the individual? So... Here we can say, I mean, to, to kind of put, put all of that colloquially, which we don't really want to do because we have our own baggage in connection with different commonly used terms, but we would say, where is heaven? Is it on earth or is it by, uh, individual somewhere else, maybe in a dim- fifth dimension or something? <laughs> so first of all, there's a couple of things we have to define at the very least. First of all, let's say we don't think that we have the answers. This is just thoughts. And practicing some, some things to think about. So we'd say that heaven's a, a term and it r- refers to, to something good and what something good can only be in reference to desires, right? If we don't want, or if we, let's say we want the, a drink of cool water on a hot day, so we drink, ooh, ah, it feels amazing. Then the desire is satisfied. If we keep drinking, eventually it becomes painful because the, the, there's no more desire. So we say anything that, that we can ever call good, it has to be in reference to some desire. There has to be some absence of something which is, which is wanted, to use the terms like that. Consequently, it stands to the reason that heaven it would be, to use that term, a state of beatitude is, is a state where our desires are satisfied. Now, the question is, can a, a, a state of beatitude happen to an animal which, which has... Um, kind of uh, uh, occurring impulses to it in a a short window to uh, to, to satisfy its desires, meaning, uh, let's say I'm a turtle and now I want to eat a little bit of uh, cabbage. So I have this desire, boom, I eat the cabbage and in that flash it feels good, but then it it, it vanishes. So say that uh, it's, it's a difficult argument to make that that could really be the true state of beatitude uh, of these uh, regular satisfactions of, of these animalistic desires, right? That we, uh, uh, I want that to drink, and here I have a drink, right? And we think that, that heaven, the way that it's commonly perceived, would be a place where uh, a person could get everything that they want, but this would still be hell, right? Because uh, <laughs> what, what, would it, what would it look like, right? Because think about it. Let's say we have a desire, the way to get in this conception, 
beatitude is, is, is the pleasure of meeting desires, animalistic desires. So let's say that we, we've eaten, right? In heaven, we can eat the very best food. But now we've eaten, we've filled up our desire. Now what? Right? Now there's no, no more heaven, at least until when we get hungry again. So is this really a realistic conception of things to suppose that the ultimate good for, for a, a, a being is, is a place where there's constantly a, a kind of a, these kinds of desires are met and then they, we have to wait till they come around. This would involve time, which this would involve motion, it would involve bodies. So we would need a very kind of uh, archaic, um, uh, primitive conception of the good in order to suppose that that's how it could possibly be. Right? Meaning that there's, there's, uh, uh, there's bodies and somehow they're, they're physical, but they're not physical. There's motion, but it's not physical and, and there's food. Like, what, what would that even be like? What, what are we saying? That there's going to be great food? And that, that's the ultimate good? And, and other pleasures? Like, no. So the good cannot be, again, well, I can say cannot. Say there's no reason to, to suppose it, that the good, that the true good, true beatitude can ever be physical and corporal in this way. There's too many contradictions. There's too many issues. It doesn't make any sense. So what's the other type of good? It has to also be in reference to a desire. It can't just be, oh, you know, just some look at, at the stars. Like, no, unless you want to look at the stars. It has to be in reference to some desire. So we could ask, what is the ultimate uh, desire? And we would say, in as much as the, the contingent stands in, in relation to the absolute, the ultimate desire is for the absolute. Maybe if we think of uh, the... the um, contingent beings as being an instance of, of contraction of necessary existence and in as much as there's that necessary tendency as it concerns necessary existence there is a continual necessary desire to, to, to escape that contraction to expand to, uh, to resume the uh, um, how, how do we even say it to, to attain an experience of the absolute so we would say that that would be meaning the ultimate desire and it's not hanging on the body in the way that other things are at least and uh, if anything the body is in the way it distracts us this seems to be a question of thought and commensurate emotion and uh, if anything right the, the, the impulses and inclinations of the body they take us away from uh, the conception of the good uh, of, of the fulfillment of, of this tendency because we have to tend to the body so we might argue that um, life gives uh, rational beings that, that uh, have attained the capacity of, of, uh, of higher level thought the opportunity to attain, to the, the unbind the, 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 the contraction that has occurred apparently by necessity as much as possible. And it may be that after the, this temporal scheme ceases, whether for one or for all, however in the world that works, that the, uh, the, 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 to use that term, maybe the monads, the, the, like Leibniz, Leibniz, Leibniz said, or uh, maybe we could say that however the individuality here works, it's really, it's a mystery. It's, 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 it's not something that this speaker has yet uh, figured out, but however that would work, that um, that uh, they would the, 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 the state of beatitude attained would just remain once the body's gone it would just be a, a perpetually timeless state 
right? Meaning once we take away the motions, it's what, what, in relation to what is their time. You might say in relation still there's some kind of movement, but maybe there's no memory, there's no brain, nothing like that. So there's no, uh, it's not still, wouldn't be perceived as things are now. And, but the question is, is it, so, so does it not matter, right? Whatever state of beatitude, meaning in, in ultimate reality, there's no negative. It's we, we take a, we call, uh, what is that? Got to speak more precisely. We call, say, a, a monster. We call him a monster because we're comparing him or her to a saint, to a higher level. But if we, there's no comparison to make, there's no comparison to make. A person is at the level they're on. Right? It's like um, you, you, a person who has one dollar in their bank account is poor relative to a person that has million dollars in their bank account, but not in absolute terms. Otherwise, the person just has a dollar in their bank account if they're the only person that there is. Uh, so, or be, is that is being considered. So it could be thought of like that. The, the greatest saint accumulates equivalent, the equivalent of billions and trillions of dollars in his or her bank account. And the greatest wicked person accumulates a couple of cents. But in, a, in the positive conception, one might say it's, it doesn't matter. It's uh, that they've, they've gotten what they've gotten. And consequently, once the temporal scheme ceases, again, whether it's for the individual or however that works, the, the, the person, the, that tiny little bit of good is is had for, it wouldn't even be for eternity, it's just had, it just, it just existed, it just is. Um, and um, that, that, that's one thing, or maybe it starts and then there's movement, or maybe it returns until there's a certain minimal degree of, uh, of the good, of the unbinding of the monad, of the individuality that is had. It's, it's very, it's no idea. It's these are very tricky concepts, but um, uh, one one might ask, is this on Earth or otherwise? Where where would heaven be? So we would say that the Earth is a term that refers strictly to a concept. It's it's just an idea of uh, of ours, with certainly with the uh, correlates uh, and references in what we call sense perception. We're not saying we can't perceive something that we can call an earth from outer space or that it's exactly as real as it is. Uh, by no means, right? oh, it's a dream. No, no, no. It's exactly as real as it is. But it, it, it's what we, the whole thing is what we would certainly call an idea, a concept, a cluster. And, and consequently, if every person in, that there is it was, was convinced that this had a completely different concept in mind concerning what What's going on here? Why would it be simply because there's a, a hard ground beneath the feet that would necessarily have other further implications? No, why? Right? We could we could make it anything we want. We could say right now we're in heaven, or right now we're in hell, or right now it's the world to come. Right now it's in a billion years from a billion years ago in an eternity. We could mix things up very much so more than we would think. So. Um, one conception would be that the, the, the heaven is on, on what we would call, geographically speaking, the, the earth in, in relation to, to the sun and the solar system and all the other planets. Another conception is that, be, uh, uh, that, that it's, uh, it's not, that this is just a, a staging ground for the, the, the ultimate um, relation with the absolute. So it's not also not clear. It's not clear. Uh, clearly not that. The, the, there's, uh, you know, this earth is not the, what we would call heaven, and people die before they're a relatively short period of time. What does that mean? So it's not clear. It's 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 uh, it's a mystery, and uh, we have to keep thinking about it, and we can. Thank you for listening.